Hey ladies, welcome to the Single Moms United podcast. If this is your first time joining, welcome. And if you are a repeat listener, thank you for your loyalty. This podcast is dedicated to all the single moms out there who is trying to get it done on their own. And this is here to motivate and encourage you and reminding you, you can do this. You can do it. How do I know? Because I'm a single mom and I did it. And so I want to continue down the path of choosing words that start with the letter E and picking keywords to link back to parenting skills. And so today's keyword is excuses. And matter of fact, I want to take it a step further and say, no more excuses. As a single mom, you're going to be faced with challenges on a daily level when it comes to raising kids. And sometimes we accept the challenges and sometimes we, we make up an excuse. I just want to talk a little bit about that because the impact that it potentially has, not just on you when you're making these excuses, but the impact on your child or your children. Think about this, ladies, and you may not even realize this. Making an excuse is self-sabotage impacts your self-esteem. It is a negative behavior that sabotages your abilities, your performance, and motivation. It's a distraction to achieving your purpose in life. Not to mention, as a single mom, your child is paying attention. They're watching you. They're absorbing your behavior, mom. If your child sees and hears enough of you making excuses, it's going to ultimately negatively impact their lives. Because guess what? You just planted a seed showing them how to make excuses. And every time your child hears you making an excuse, you are watering or cultivating that seed. And what happens when you water and cultivate a seed? That's right. It grows. Don't believe me? Ask a farmer. (laughs) Remember, you have to release your child or your children into this world. And you really want them to learn how not to make excuses. Because what's the opposite of excuses? In my opinion, it's responsibility and ownership. So the reasons why we make excuses, for the most part, I would say, we really don't want to do it and afraid to say we don't want to do it. So we make up a lie. (laughs) I promise you, this is really hitting home for when I uh, was raising my kids. The other is we may be experiencing health issues due to our diet. And while we want to, we just don't feel like it. I'm just not motivated to do so. When we make excuses, guess what? The impact is delayed results to achieving our personal goals. Think about that. And now your children are seeing this. They're adopting this bad behavior. It, and it is, ladies, is bad behavior. And now is ultimately impacting their lives or their lives and their ultimate goal. So let's talk about 
let's just break this down a little further. You know, I talked about diet potentially impacting our motivation and us making it excuses, right? My doctor, when I see her, I try to see her annually. She'll ask me how I'm doing. She'll look at my vitals and all of that and go down the list of questions and she'll ask me about exercise. I'll look at her and I'm, yeah, well, you know, I put it in my phone to exercise every other day. (laughs) And I don't know if you caught that. I put it in my phone to remind me to exercise every other day. Now, I didn't say I was holding up to it, but I it, it is in my phone. <laughs> so when we think about that and, and I, where I'm going with this is um, some of us, including me, you know, well, I could come up with the excuse there's no gym near me or it costs too much or I don't want people seeing me work out. I'm ashamed of my body. These are all excuses. If I wanted to be responsible and take ownership of my health, I should be able to go to YouTube and research exercise videos or dances. Some people like to dance and that's still going to get your heart rate up. So it doesn't always have to be the one, two, three step one, two. You can actually find a video that increases your heart rate related to dancing. When we talk about excuses, yes, I don't want to do it because of the things that I mentioned, primarily, I don't want people looking at me. And I don't know if I explained that to you all in the past. You know, I'm an introvert. I'm good with me and not being around people. I can use that as my excuse. I'm an introvert. I don't like being around people. And I certainly don't want people watching me as I'm trying to exercise. In the privacy of my own home, I can invest in some weights. I can turn on some YouTube videos and go from there. That's responsibility, ladies. That's ownership. I can't or I shouldn't say, well, I'm not going to do this because there's no gym near me. Who cares? Come on. If you're serious about this, you own your decisions. You can't use that as an excuse. Okay. I can't use that as an excuse. For those of us that says, well, I really don't have a smart TV. I don't have access to YouTube and so forth. You have a smartphone. I'm I'm pretty sure most of you young ladies have a smartphone. So you can do this on your phone. There are many ways that you can go out and say, I'm going to do better. Because once your health improves. And especially if you have a small child and you can't get out like you want to, then this is, again, all the more reason that you schedule some time for yourself and put on one of these videos and you start the process while they're napping or whatever they're doing, or just take them out for a walk. You can do all these things. Now, the other thing, our diet plays a significant role with how we feel. Many people don't believe that, but it does. Overall, you know, our diet, depending on what we're eating back to back to back to back, if we're not doing enough leafy vegetables in our diet and we're eating pizza every day or hamburgers every day, all these things that are high caloric foods, guess what? It's going to get into our intestinal tract and sit there. If we're not doing anything to help push it along, 
it's going to stay there. And guess what? Once it stays there, it becomes toxic. Bet you didn't know that. Look at it this way. When you throw something in the trash that is extremely smelly, it begins to stink when you don't take the trash out. Your house begins to stink. Your apartment begins to stink because you didn't take the trash out. That's the same way with certain foods that you eat. It gets in your intestinal tract. And if it's not moved out of there, it becomes toxic. Disease develops. It demotivates you. Why are you thinking, I really don't feel like cleaning my house today? That's not you mentally saying that. That's your intestine saying, you know what? All this stuff that you put down here is still sitting here. It ain't moved. It's still sitting here. Yeah, you don't feel like getting up cleaning the house today or washing the dishes or doing laundry because you have chosen not to clean your intestinal tract. Here's a fun fact, ladies. Probiotics will help you with your intestinal tract and help provide that balance and get things moving. And the good news is it's not like a laxative where a laxative, you know, it can cause cramping and and make you have to run (laughs) happens in appropriate times. Whereas a probiotic, it takes its time and it's not going to have the same impact as far as how you feel uh, when you take it. And and you know what else? Once that stuff gets to moving out of your intestinal tract, watch your energy level go up. Mm -hmm. Watch your energy level go up. So now you're not saying, I need to clean my house. You are actually cleaning your house. (laughs) So ponder that. All right. So enough about health and wellness. Let's, Let's talk about the children for a minute briefly. Previously, in some of the other episodes that I've produced, I mentioned you should get involved with your child's education and not rely solely on the teachers to teach your children. Because remember, as they're hanging around other kids, and I don't know about you when you were growing up, but we heard a lot about peer pressure. Those folks can have just as much influence on your child's perspective, just as you do and just as a teacher does. So that's why it's critical that you get involved and understand what your child is being taught. So you should be partnering with the teacher, understanding what your child is struggling with, and especially if it has to do with math and English, single mom, That should be your primary focus because why is that important? These are things they're going to need to know as you release them into the world. They need to know how to conversate and they certainly need to know how to handle money. Although they have debit cards for kids and all of that, they still need to know how to add and subtract to know what's going out and what's coming in, right? And how to develop a budget. Ladies, start there. Notice I said start there, not in there. Start there. English and math should be a priority. I hear you. I work and I'm tired when I get off. And that's fair. That is absolutely fair. I know what it was like to work all day, come home and try to listen to what my kids are telling me and try to get more involved with what's going on with them. So I get it. 
I absolutely get it. But here's the thing, ladies, with today's technology. So you may not feel like going to school to the parent teacher conference. That's okay. Or or your work won't allow you. Whatever the situation is that you can't get there to have a face-to-face conversation, there's email. Reach out to the teacher. Ask them, can you email them? And matter of fact, I think that's the better route to go if you can't meet face-to-face because now you can put down your questions and it's documented. And most teachers will respond to your email. And now, so you don't have to worry, oh my God, I, I need to go, but I'm too tired to go. That's a fair response. Notice I didn't say excuse. That's a fair response. At the end of the day, you also have to take care of yourself. Try emailing them. And some of them may even allow you to text them. And maybe it's just enough of a text to say, I sent you an email. (laughs) Because we don't want to overwhelm the teacher either since they have what a good 20 kids in their class that they're responsible for. So we don't want to really overwhelm them with, you know, imposing uh, by texting. So email might be just a little bit less invasive as our choice to communicate with the teacher if we can't meet with them face to face. Now with me and my kids, I I just took off and I went, but that was 20 years ago (laughs) and today's technology wasn't present back then. So I made sure I went. Again, that's a critical part to your child's success. In the end, what are your excuses that you are making and why? Think about that. Why are you making an excuse to not adhere or to participate in something. So I've given you a few tips given today's modern technology on how to get past to making some excuses. If someone's inviting you to do something negative, then absolutely, in my opinion, that's the only time you would want to make an excuse not to get out of it or to get out of it, excuse me. We shouldn't advocate and participating in things that are negative or will have a negative impact. And matter of fact, you don't really need to make an excuse. You can just be honest. Yeah, I don't want to go out today. I'm tired. I have this to do, or I have that to do. I don't want to partake in that because it impacts me this way. So you can just be honest when it comes to negative things. But if it's something positive and you find yourself making an excuse of why you can't participate, I would challenge you to go look in the mirror, uncover, peel back that onion and understand what it is that's causing you to make this excuse. All right, lady, I hope you enjoyed today's episode. No more excuses. I appreciate you. I continue to challenge you to put down that phone an hour a day to focus on your child or your children because it's all about them. Because at some point, you know, yesterday is gone. So we can't turn back the hands of time, but we can certainly prepare our children for the future, ensuring that some of the mistakes that we made that they don't because they have all this time ahead of them. For us, we're we're looking over our shoulder behind us because it's gone. So take this time, ladies, ensure your child 
is motivated, encourage them. The requirement is to do your best. That's what makes the difference. That's what's going to keep them motivated. That's what's going to help them to be released into the world and not feel like they're getting beat up every time. That's what's going to allow them to accept disappointments that come in life. Because now you've encouraged, you've motivated and said, you can do this. Do your best. You all have a great day, a fantastic week. And as we finish out the month, a fantastic month. Take care, ladies. Mm -hmm.